Welcome to the second episode of Triton Nation Podcast, brought to you by the Pacifica Athletic Network. I'm your host, Brandon Gonzalez. Uh, excited today, excited to have guests on the show, Rob Wygod, our CF Southern Section Commissioner, and the newest member of the Pacific Christian Coaching Staff, 15-year MLB veteran, Chris Gomez. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah, good to be here. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Uh, so a little bit for our listeners that may have been uh, missed last week and listening for the first time, the hope for this podcast, and we were kind of talking about it earlier a sec, is to be an outward-facing kind of education-based podcast. Our hope and our goal is to be a platform where uh, people in our community, high school athletes, can come and listen and learn more about what's going on during, during you know, specifically these times. If it's recruiting during a pandemic, what does it look like to be playing during a pandemic, uh, sports medicine, what are good practices to be on social media. So those are those are the hope for this podcast is to be very education-based, very outward-facing, um, outward-focused in that sense. Uh, but today, this week, I'm excited because it's going to be a get-to-know episode, a get-to-know session with URCF Commissioner Rob and Chris Gomez. Um, Rob, thank you for your time. You're a busy man. Um, I want to just start off by saying I know Pacifica, we appreciate everything you're doing right now with the pandemic and with COVID and getting kids returning to play. It's not an easy task by any means. And, you know, we we appreciate that you guys are still moving forward because I'm excited about beach volleyball. I heard that one was talked about yesterday. Um, So thank you again for all your work with everything. Thank you, Brandon. And great to be here with you and and Chris. And, you know, we do this together. So what we're doing, trying to, to provide opportunity for student athletes to to achieve their dreams and, and, and reach their goals and be part of something special, which we believe education-based athletics is. You know, yeah. and you, you're certainly exemplifying that, what you're doing at your school. And, you know, a guy like Chris, who, who I have a long history with and a lot of years together, you know, it's just, uh, it's just part of, of really giving back. And that's what I'm most proud of is that I think all of us here share that same feeling about giving back. We're trying to help young people. Yeah. And that's, there's no more noble, uh, noble task, I, I guess, in a way than that. So uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Well, no, again, appreciate everything you're doing. So, yeah. Okay. Let's just jump into it. What is the history here? Because you guys, <laughs> I had this whole script plan of like, we're going to talk about these things. <clears throat> just hearing you guys joke and talk and throwing balls in parks and screens. Like what, what, where did this first meet? Where did this, where did this come from? Well, he was my high school coach. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, so he's a big part of my life. You know, baseball has been a huge part of my life and, and, um, and high school sports is, you know, I've been fortunate enough to play baseball uh, and reach the the highest levels and achieve my dreams. But I look back at my career, and my high school career was one of my best times playing mm. baseball. And you know he's a big part of that. Yeah, uh, we had a great group of guys, but the atmosphere, um, Rob and and Coach O'Neill uh, created for us just made it pleasant, and we were able to develop and just have fun out there and learn the game and 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 win a lot of games. So it was you know, one of my favorite times playing baseball. Yeah. And, you know, Chris, for our, our, our listeners that may not know fully, so Chris, you Southern California native, mm-hmm. went to Lakewood High School, right? Yep. Uh, LMU for a couple of years, and then Long Beach State. Yes. Um, was I correct with the 15 years or so in the MLB? Is that right Yeah, you're, you're fine. 15 yeah. and change. I don't know how they how – they, I, uh, I don't know judge. either. I, I just I, Actually, it's parts, parts of 16, but it's – in time, it's 15 and change. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and, and, you know, I think uh, what I love about you is you're so humble about it, but playing in a World Series, that had to have been just a top pinnacle point of your career. Um, what was that like a little bit? Yeah, um, stressful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just incredible. I mean, to to compete against the best and, and beat the teams you have to beat to get to a World Series, mm-hmm. um, it takes a special group. And um, from day one, you could tell that we had a group that could carry through and, and get to that point and even win it. 
uh, we ran into a, probably one of the best teams in, in the history of mm-hmm. baseball, the 98 Yankees. But, you know, that doesn't diminish what we're able to accomplish. And and that group was a special group. We're still in touch today yeah. through text threads and, you know, events at, at Petco Park. And yeah. so um, those those types of teams don't come around every year. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm just glad to be a part of it. It's something I can, can kind of hang my hat on and look back and just be really appreciative. Yeah. Um, it wasn't easy. Um I'm glad I got through it and had try to have as much fun as possible. And it's just something that yeah, I'm truly proud of. Mm-hmm. I mean, not many people can say they did that yeah. um, at all. So backpedaling a bit, though, I want, I want to jump in. You, you opened up with saying how much of a influence and impact high school baseball had for you. Um, where did Rob come into that? I mean, Rob, I imagine you're still young now, Rob. You look great. But <laughs> no, younger, no, young, yeah. I, was, I was much younger then. Uh, <laughs> but a younger coach, probably a, a you know, sophomore, I guess, Rob, you're saying high schools back then were, were 10 through 12. Right. Um, uh, Lakewood High School is in the Long Beach Unified School District. And at that time, we were three-year high school. So we okay. didn't get these guys until they were in 10th grade. Okay. So that's when I first met Chris as a 10th grader and when he came to Lakewood High and, and – uh, you know, he was a guy, I mean, he looks like he could play now. And uh, <laughs> he was kind of a skinny guy, he'll tell you that. And um, the one thing about him is, and I remember this very clearly, and I remember when he first came out, and we knew of him as a youth player. There's a great local youth program. I'm sure he'll mention that too. But uh, we knew who he was. He was an all-star guy in, in the kind of the youth program. But the one thing about him, it was all about his hands. Like they said, hmm. this guy's skinny. But he's got great hands. And as a middle infielder, it's like one of the, the best things you can have. Mm-hmm. And I just remember the first thing, you know, when Chris came out, I was like, well, they're right. He's kind of skinny. <laughs> uh, but he did. He had these great hands, you know. And, and uh, from there, you know, like I said, we have more to get into. But, um, you know, he came, he came there as a 10th grader. And really from then forward, you know, just had a tremendous, tremendous career with us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the thing about him that I have said consistently, and I always will, from the moment that Chris would get on the field, he would do it correctly. Hmm. I mean, if he was going to throw the ball, he was going to throw it right. If he was going to field it, he was going to field it right. He was going to be in the batting cage. He was going to hit it right. If we were doing any kind of game situations, he was going to do it right. Yeah. And he wasn't one of these rah-rah guys, you know, where he did all the speeches and did all the stuff to draw attention hmm. to himself. The way he approached it, which I have had incredible respect for him, and all the 17 years I coached high school baseball, this guy – exemplified exactly what you would want a a player to be he just that was the way he loved the game so much that he was never going to come out and and throw the ball somewhere like this or you know do something stupid or just to goof around and stuff and not again not because he was trying to put on a show for anybody or or trying to have people you know draw attention to him he just led by example and Mm. and i can't say enough about that and how how special that quality is in Mm. him and i saw it every single day like whatever it was that he was involved in he was going to do it correctly hmm. and uh, didn't have to be told, didn't have to be, you know, reminded of, of what we were trying to accomplish. And, th- and that's what I really say is a credit to him. Um, he brought that from the first day. Hmm. And I know he had an older brother that played and maybe he, you know, he wanted to play, I think, because of his older brother a little bit. And his nickname was Little. <laughs> that's what um, <laughs> I do remember that. His nickname was Little. His brother always called him Little. Awesome. We didn't call him that. But uh, that was his nickname uh. at, at first. And then uh, he was Go-Go. But, uh, you know, as I said, I'm just so incredibly proud of him uh, from those days. And then, of course, now being the, the great family man that he is and, and his wife and his sons and giving back to all of the young people that he's going to give back to and already has given back to, taking his experiences 
and going forward with those to really help others and yeah. learn from that. So it's a great story, and, and you're lucky to have him, yeah. and I'm really excited to see what he does with your program. I heard, I think Brandon, I might have heard. Can we do these podcasts every day? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, telling, I speak, I'm speaking the truth, guys. Uh, I appreciate well, it. Well, I think I heard before truth. before that you might just offer him a coaching job. Are we going yeah. to have Rob on yeah. staff at Pacifica? That'd be great. Do you got the budget for it? Uh, I'll make it work. <laughs> um, so, Chris, what what was Rob like as a coach? I'm, I'm, um, I know Rob as a commissioner, um, and now I'm starting to get to know him. I feel like better as a person, as a friend. But what was he like as a coach? Not too many people could say they coached with the CF Associated Commissioner. Um, what was that like? Um, I think he just created an atmosphere where we could go out and play. I mean, it, he would hold us accountable. Um, I don't know if he had too many guys that would get out of line. I, I don't re recall that. But um, I think they approached it the right way where they created an atmosphere where we were out there having fun. He, they gave us responsibility to to you know get the field uh taken care of mm -hmm. and, and um you know all those types of responsibilities but it, i never felt added pressure from from rob or uh spud o'neill so to me that's that's i think the best way to have kids perform at their best yeah hold them accountable you have to go to go about it the right way but uh create an atmosphere where where we're allowed to have fun and and be our best and not have that tension and mm. and and stress put upon us because the game's hard enough, you know it's 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 a hard game, and any coach or manager that wants to add stress and make it more difficult, I just never understood that. So yeah. um, I really appreciate that, and I always and outside of the baseball, I was not outside of it, but I always just felt the support from from mm. Rob. Like even through like the recruiting process for college and stuff. I mean, he took me to I think both my recruiting trips to Cal State LA and Loyola mm. and so he was always there for me. Um, always felt supported. Um, always someone to lean on. Yeah. Um, and um, I'll always be appreciative of that. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hope I don't get any of my viewers too upset, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say how much I appreciate that and what I think that is the distinct difference between high school athletics and in my opinion and club sports that I, I was in that club field for so many years, and it is such a cutthroat. You got to get the wins. You got to get the – find the kids. I mean, it's not – I don't know too many club coaches that are taking their students to recruiting trips. Mm -hmm. I know plenty of high school coaches that are doing that mm -hmm. who care more about the person and where they're going to go in life and what they're going to do and what's going to be next. So um, that story, Rob, like I haven't heard that, but that like it makes me be proud to be in high school athletics because I think that's what it's about. Well, yeah, you know, know, and I just I appreciate what Chris said about the, the kind of philosophy. And we do have to credit Spud O'Neill. He's the head coach at Lakewood then. Still is. Yeah. He's oh, he's for, still there. Still there. He's heading for his <laughs> 900th win. Spud, uh, we're going to have you on the show yeah, next. Yeah, you got to yeah. have him on. He's, he's an incredible I guy. I thought you were going to say 900th season. <laughs> well, it's probably not. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, he's heading for 900 wins, which is an incredible wow, number. Wow. That's, that's 45 years of 20 year, you know, wins a year. A, so he's, yeah. he's a, an icon in high school baseball. And, and I was fortunate enough. I spent 14 years – you know, as his assistant coach, and and he gave me a lot of freedom and and, and hmm. authority, if you will, to kind of do what I want. Throw it without a cage. What I felt, yeah. well, yeah, <laughs> that too. But you know, sometimes a great relationship, and I know Chris knows this too, and in, in all the his uh, his years and the different levels that he's played. You know, when you have assistant coaches, sometimes they have a strength that the head coach doesn't have, hmm. and then the head coach has a strength maybe the assistant doesn't. And that was, I think, Spud and I why we worked so well together. There were hmm. certain things that I brought to the program that were not necessarily his strengths. And obviously there were some things that he, he brings and still does that, that were not mine. But 
Chris is right. The game of baseball, sometimes coaches really want to overmanage. Mm-hmm. They want to take control of everything that the players are doing. They want to call every pitch. They want to tell them when to steal the base. They want to tell them when to swing the bat. They want to tell them everything mm-hmm. that, that's going on. And I want to give Spud O'Neill credit because our plan was we worked hard. I mean, we were going to work hard, and that was going to be the deal. We were going to prepare, and we are going to work hard, and we were going to get in condition. A lot of oh. baseball teams – don't think about oh, that. And we were going to get in condition. And I was kind of in charge of that. <laughs> and the point, players. <laughs> well, but the point being that, you know, when it's later in a game and it's hot and you're, mm. you know, battling in extra innings, you know, who's the one that's going to have that, that strength to stay yeah. with it? And sometimes people don't think about that in baseball. The guys yeah. will wear out. So we were doing that. But we let them play. He's right. We, when we got to the game, it was their game to play. Mm. And Chris, when he got on first base, and I coached first base, and I'd look at him, and he knew. He goes, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go. And I go, yeah, I'm not telling you. You decide you want to steal second, you steal second when, when you want to mm-hmm. do it. And, and, and so, again, there was, a, I think, a great balance between being mentally prepared, physically prepared, but yet letting them have enough freedom mm-hmm. to play the game and enjoy the game. Yeah. And, and, and they succeeded in doing that. You know, I took another head coaching job when I left Lakewood, and I, I mean, I did the exact same things that we did, mm-hmm. and and it proved successful when I went to Los Alamitos High School. We, we had the same. I just took the philosophy we'd had at Lakewood and brought it over there, and and it was kind of interesting to see that take hold with another group. Yeah. And so uh, he was right about what we were trying to do, and so it's nice to hear that he mm-hmm. he got that message and he understood that. Yeah. No, it's it's encouraging. Again, it's encouraging to hear the value high school. High school athletics. Um, Can we go back to the conditioning? Yeah, let's go. I want to hear. <laughs> he ran us. <laughs> it was, I could not believe how much he ran. But I, I mean, I, I, I dug it, man. I was like, let's go. You know, you took pride in being finishing and yeah. and and, yeah. and being and, and pushing the other players. So mm-hmm. it was. I always thought it was cool. It was really hard. I'm like, how long are we gonna go? Go, go. When we be next one, go. I was like, oh my god, we're gonna be here all night. But uh, hey, man, it worked. We had great teams, and and I think uh, you know we took pride in working hard and doing it the right way, and that's yeah. part of it. Yeah. Well, they they bought in, and, and yeah. they really you know that was the point. You know, you want to build that bond, you want to build mm, yeah. that togetherness, and I agree. And so that's one of the ways you do because when guys are suffering a little bit and they're having to push through things and they're hurting and they're tired and it's yeah. hot, you know, they look at each other and they go, "Who's not?" Yeah. You know who's done yeah. on board, and the other guys on board. So you know they they look at each other and they yeah. kind of go, "We can do this together." And you know, uh, I was I was really, you know, part of that in terms of of it was bigger than even just doing what we did. It was more about how to build the team yeah. and how to get guys to look and respect each other. Because mm-hmm. if you get through that and you're still you know dead tired, <laughs> but you got through it, and and the guy next to you got through it, you know, yeah. you kind of respected them a lot more. Yeah. And, you play better when you have respect for each other and you mm-hmm. care about each other. And, it's true. And so, yeah, that was a, that was a part of, of what we did, too. We had real uh, excellent tradition in that school and in that program. I mean, guys, mm-hmm. they came to practice on time. They brought their equipment. They wanted to be out there and be successful. And, and it was really fun to be part of that. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, as I said, those are the kind of lessons that I know Chris took forward from there and, you know, all the great success that he's had and yeah. that he's going to have, you know, continuing in the game and doing what he's doing now. Yeah. You know, those are those building blocks. You know, that's the foundation for some of that. Hmm. I'm excited to see, Chris, what you're going to do at Pacifica. It sounds like it's going to go all the way back to, to when things you learned from Rob. So it's going to, it's yeah. coming from good hands. Like it's yeah. going to just continue to, to foster it. I know, school. like hearing him talk, it's like exactly <clears throat> how I feel to this day. Yeah. And even the managers I had in the, in the big leagues and college and big leagues, you know, the better ones are the ones that 
have that same philosophy. Yeah. You know, well, uh, let let us be us. Let us go out there and let our abilities take over instead of thinking too much or, you know, stressing out about this or that, having to do this. I don't want to disappoint this guy, the, the, yeah. the coach. or So um, they definitely had those types of player, uh, managers, and those guys don't last very long, and guys don't respect them as nearly as much, and teams don't perform as well. Yeah. So, you know, I learned from an early age, you know, this is, this is what works, and just carried that on hmm. through. So <clears throat> for our listeners, because I'm sure they're going, I, I want a moment that drove you off the wall as a coach. Well, that, that, that's appropriate, I guess you could say. Um, but we all as coaches, or even as players, maybe something that robbed you, that stuck with you, that you just walk away and you laugh every time you think of. Um, something that, that, is, that, that is there. I, I, nothing really. I, I was just, I mean. I mean, you I, called I, Skinny. That was a nickname. That had to have gone little, somewhere. Little. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Skinny yeah, was the wrong one. <laughs> I was just amazed how, I mean, even looking back, I mean, now I'm a coach and I'm, you know, throwing batting practice is a huge part of, of, of being a coach. Being able to throw quality BP is huge. I mean, you can't throw quality BP. I mean, batting practice, let's face it, is the funnest part of, of mm-hmm. baseball practice. And if you have coaches Not the conditioning? <laughs> no. <laughs> and if you don't have coaches that can throw strikes consistently, I mean, it, it's horrible. You know, my son complains about the other coaches not being able to throw strike. I got one pitch today to hit, and I'm like, I get it, man. That's horrible. <laughs> but he threw batting practice all day, every day, and he floated him in there. It was the best BP. We mm. would just go. I mean, we just sit there all day and just crank and hitting bombs all day, and it was the <laughs> funnest thing, the best part of the day. And looking back, I just can't believe how much he threw. And He's got a rubber arm, man. But that's that, looking back. That's one thing I think is Rob Weigel throws the best BP and can throw it all day long. I don't even remember him ever throwing a ball. <laughs> well, you know, again, it was just part of our preparation, and yeah. it was a role that I played, and I took pride in it. You know, I wanted to, every day to build their confidence. That was yeah. my goal. I wanted them to feel confident when they got up to the plate. And I think the way you do that is you just, you know, you build that in there and, and get them to feel comfortable and get them to and, and, and they competed against each other mm-hmm. you know who can who can bomb it out of there when you know I got in there and guys would comment on each other and you know a guy would hit one oh, warning track you know come on <laughs> where where's the rest you know uh, and, and so <laughs> those are the kind of things that you build too and uh, and my my memory of him one that you know he'll I don't know if he'll like it but we're getting right <laughs> we were very lucky because we played our, a lot of our games at Blair Field and Long Beach where Oh, yeah. Long Beach State plays. And so we had some just great, great high school baseball games. You know, we played at night. We had rivalries, you know, in our league that were just really competitive. And Hmm. and guys, the guys all knew each other and grew up together. That's cool. So we're really neat stuff. And so we're out there one night, and we're taking our pregame infield. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I know. Sorry. And Chris Chris (laughs) is there ready to go and, and, you know, just bounce. It's a shortstop. Bounce, bounce, boom. And it hits him right in the face. I mean, right here. And here comes the blood, you know, and here comes everything. I had braces on. And, yeah. Ooh. And so, you know, we're just like, oh, my gosh, you know. And we don't know if he's going to the hospital. We don't know if he's going to be stitched up. You know, we don't know what's going on. So, and he's our guy. Yeah. So, uh, no, nah, he's like, and your okay. Your dad was there and checked my dad, him out. My dad was a doctor. <laughs> my dad used to come out of games. My dad checked him out. And he looked at Chris and he goes, you okay? You dizzy or anything else? Chris goes, no. When, let's get going. It's time. You know, it's game time. What are you worrying about nice. me? And there he was, you know, he never missed a, a step or, a, or anything about it. But you know, a lot of guys, you know, when that happened, would be uh, mentally and physically uh, finished for the night, but mm-hmm. not him. He, he just said, uh, it's time to play, and whatever mm-hmm. i got to do, I'm going to do. And, and, you know, again, the team sees that. You know, people see that, see yeah. that commitment. 
see how much. And it wasn't for him. He just knew his team needed him, and he was our leader. He was our shortstop, and he Dude, was, the our, he was, was our the guy. And, oh. Yeah. So that that's a he knows he knew I'd bring yeah. that up. That that that's one that's gross. Yeah, just yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Skin's coming out of the braces. Well, you know, it's just and it was too bad. Just unfortunate. Wasn't his fault. It happens. But yeah, he you know that he wasn't like it was gonna get in his way. We were gonna be ready to go, and he was ready to go, and and that's how it was. You know. Yeah. Okay, switching gears a bit, Chris. Hired as our new founding baseball coach. We're excited. I think we've had plenty of talks. I feel like we've kind of built some of a friendship through all this. Um, what What are some goals you have? What are What are you excited about coming in and, you know, being the first of the first? Putting everything you do is what <clears throat> will have been done, right? You're not following someone's footsteps. What are, I mean, has that sat in, set in by now? Or what are some thoughts on that? Yeah, I just want to focus on building a culture. Um Along the lines of what we're saying, where mm-hmm. kids are taking ownership of, of the team, they're going about it the right way. I'm not harping on them every day to do this, do that. We kind of build that foundation early where it's kind of just running on its own, mm-hmm. where they're showing up on time. There's focus on every task at hand, doing it the right way. Like Coach Rob said, I mean, I'm, if you're going to play catch, play catch the right way. Yeah. You know, watch it in the glove, hit, try to hit the guy in, in the chest. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, little things like that. If you're going to run the bases, Run them, run them the right way. Um, if you're going to practice, let's just do it right. And I think if you just build that culture of just doing it right, the right way and give the kids ownership of the team, um, I just think that's how they'll function the best. I don't know how many games we'll win. Mm-hmm. You know, talent, you do need talent. But I think if you go about it that way, you're going you're gonna to see the, what the potential of that team is. I think they'll, they'll, they'll play at their best. And, and then you can look up and – you know, hopefully you win some uh, a bunch of games. But if yeah. you don't, you know, you, you you know you went about it the right way, and you can you can feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 all you can really do. I, I would never say you're gonna win this many games or that. Baseball doesn't work that way. You can just yeah. go out, try to do it the right way, and if you do that, hopefully you win some games. Mm-hmm. Rob, <clears throat> Rob, any words of wisdom for oh, him? I, founding I, the program. I, mean, I couldn't agree with him more. And I think again, I, I want to reemphasize. Chris has that attitude and. It wasn't me that he had that when I met him as a 10th grader. I mean, that's yeah. who he is about doing things right, you know, putting in the work. Uh, and, again, not a guy who wants to be the big flashy notice me guy. He, hmm. he's, he really does lead by example. And, and as a head coach, you know, he'll lead by example and he'll, he'll need to, to say the words that need to be said to his team. But, you know, he, he's, he's someone that, that obviously a 15-year career in Major League Baseball is is incredible and phenomenal even reaching yeah. the world series but i guess what i would want people to know is a lot of people will think of chris gomez and think of that mm-hmm. and to me chris gomez is so much more than that 15 year major league baseball player as soon as he was finished he's he i mean he's a family man mm. his wife i remember when they met when he was in college mm-hmm. at loyola margarita she's wonderful they're boys you know he the moment i think his career ended and he told mm-hmm. me you know i'm going to be the, the dad and, and the yeah. husband and, and make sure that I'm as much involved in my, my young boy's lives and my family's life because you do miss a lot. Mm. You know, to have that kind of a career, you know, you're going to be away from home and you're going to be uh, in situations that you really, you know, take you out of your, your family life, yeah. so to speak. It's a big sacrifice that your wife and children have to make. Yeah. And so, you know, like I said, for him to come from that experience and then just immediately go 100% into I'm – 
I'm husband, I'm dad, mm-hmm. I'm going to be here in every aspect of my family's life. You know, that's first. Mm-hmm. And now the fact that he wants to be part of coaching high school baseball, which he's been doing, but now to take his, his own program and, and start that from scratch, I just, you know, it, it just says so much about, mm. about this guy. And so, you know, as I said, I, I, I'm so proud of him, incredibly proud of him, whether he'd played one moment of Major League Baseball or not. He'd still mm. be the same guy. Yeah. And, and that's what I guess, if we're talking about getting to know, yeah. you know, I want the Pacifica Christian folks to know, this is really who you've got. It's, mm. not, it's not a Major League Baseball player. You, mm. You've got Chris Gomez, the man, who is much bigger and better than even that incredible achievement. And, mm. and that's, that's who I know and have known for a long time. So I'm just excited for you. I'm excited for your school, your young players that you're going to have. I just think, you know, it's going to be a great experience for you. I will certainly be watching and, and tracking. <laughs> we'll have a, bench, we'll have a spot for you, Rob. Well, we'll listen, <laughs> I just, you know, it's just, it's great. It's just great to hear that you're going to take this program and, and start from day one. And, um, you know, as I said, I couldn't be prouder of, of yeah. you know, who you are as that person even more so than, than all the achievements that you've had. And, and I think that's, that's the most important thing. Hmm. Well, as we <clears throat> kind of wrap up our time, I wanted to pull up one photo for you guys, and Mariah will pull it yep. up here on the screen. But um, there, it is. So is oh, it, there yeah. it is. There it is. Tell me a little bit about that, that, that jersey and how, you know, that's, that's a sweet picture. I, I want to get one of those for here. That's the World Series. That's the World Series jersey. Oh, really? That's the one from 98. I, uh, you know, Chris and I have stayed in touch over the years, obviously, and sometimes more often than others. But, you know, I... I just one there and the one next to him is Damian Easley, who was a teammate of Chris's. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Same school? Yeah, at Lakewood High. And um, Damian and Chris were teammates together. Both had 15-year careers in the major leagues. And so, did he play football too somewhere? No, that's that's a guy named Kenny Easley. That's a UCLA <laughs> All-American. That's another well, story. Sorry, I was like, anyway, so so both those guys and, and they were both on the same team that, that won a championship, the Southern Section Championship at Lakewood. And so when they were both done with their careers, you know, I said to both of them, I said, you know my office has a bunch of different things in it. And I said, I, I would be incredibly proud to have jerseys from you guys. Um, and so Chris said, Hey, I've got one. He goes, I've got one autographed it's from 98. And I said, Hey, I'll put it up. I'm not putting it on eBay. I'll put it up. And, uh, and so he did, he sent, it to me. he sent it to me and I obviously got it framed and then I invited him up to the office and yeah. I came up and we had lunch and That's wanted awesome. him to see it in person. So it's been hanging there. You know, this is my 10th year as commissioner. Uh, I was, uh, assistant commissioner uh, for 11 years before that, and I can't exactly remember the year you gave it to me, but it's been in my office ever since he gave it to me, and same with Damien. So just something, you know, I'm really proud of both those guys, and and um, and, and people recognize it. You know, they come in my office and they go, oh, that's, hey, you, you use it. Yeah, that's Chris from the Padre. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. it's kind of cool. Fun, so fun fact on our end, I, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up, but my father-in-law is a huge Padres fan, and oh. he found out we hired you, and he one day gave me this card. He said, could you have him sign this? Oh. This is a baseball card. <laughs> and I'm like, sure. And I, I felt so, like, I was like, Chris, do you mind? You're like, I don't care. And he just, like, signed it. Um, but, well, hey, guys, thank you for being here. Rob, thank you for taking the time. I know you're a busy schedule. <clears throat> Family man, thank you. I'm yeah. excited to see what you do at Pacific Christian. Uh, thank you to our listeners for logging on. Visit us on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and podcasts as well. Uh, Hopefully you guys have a great week. Go Tritons.